Hey, God bless, and thanks for tuning in once again to uh, our New Life podcast. It's been a blessing. Uh, we are on segment number six, I believe. Yes, sir. And uh, we're talking about fellowship, and we've talked a lot uh, about a lot of stuff, Pastor Kerry. How's everything going, man? It's great, man. How are you? Doing good, man. I just don't like this cold wind. 78 degrees yesterday, I think. It was nice, man. It was awesome, man. I was, I was like, just in a T-shirt, out working, doing stuff, and then today... It's like run and jump in your car and then run and get in the building because it's mm-hmm. just cold, man. It's chilly. West Texas wind. If you if you're not from West Texas, man, you know it could it could be 50 degrees outside, but it feels like 30 degrees because of the wind. You know, it's brutal, yeah. pretty brutal. But we're doing good inside, and uh, praise God, we have. You know, we've been having some really really good services, uh, really good attendance, very good. Uh, uh, atmosphere. I mean, it's really, really been good on both our English and our Spanish services. So, you know, if there are people that are in the Lubbock area, you'd like to come by and visit, man. Hey, we would love, love to have you here. Mm. Had an awesome Valentine's banquet. Mm-hmm. That was really good. Yes, sir. It was full. Um, had a, had a good crowd. I mean, and people bought their tickets early, man. <laughs> that yeah. was amazing to me. Mm-hmm. That was amazing to me. It was a good event, man. And, uh, you know, Talking about fellowship, man. We did a lot of fellowship, uh, and uh, we. Uh, I, I did a segment not too long ago on marriages. Mm-hmm. You know, because when it comes to fellowship, we think about the church, we think about friends, we think about people that need to hang out, whatever, and we neglect the fact that we need fellowship with within our homes, within mm-hmm. our spouses, our kids. Yes, yeah. Um, I was talking to somebody. Um, Gosh, I don't remember who it was that I was talking to on the phone, and, and, and I just talked about how right now, at this point in my life, my life revolves around fellowship with my spouse mm-hmm. and fellowship with my kids. Mm-hmm. I make it a point to try to wrap things up to where when they're home and they're ready to just hang out, I'm available. Mm-hmm. I just I just feel that, that important, you know? And so um, I talked to somebody else, and they're like, yeah, we're, we're doing the same thing. At me as a parent, you know, I thought, well, kids are going to grow up, and then they probably won't have time for me. They won't want to hang out. It's just going to be me and Angela. We're going to be alone, blah, blah, On the contrary, uh, Pastor Kerry, honestly, they want me more around mm-hmm. than than ever before. You know, it's like, hey, what are we going to do for this evening? What, mm-hmm. You know, are we going to cook? Are we going to do this? We're going to hang out. And so, you know, like today, uh, my daughter's waiting for me at 6 o'clock. We're going to go see a movie. So fellowship is important, and I think... Uh, sometimes, and I'm going to say this because back in the day, it's better now, but pastors back in the day would fellowship with everybody except their own families and their and their, and their spouses, mm-hmm. and, and that's where we suffered a lot. Mm-hmm. I praise God that, you know, pastor, um, probably when Aaron was, was a year old, pastor started realizing some of the mistakes that pastors did in the past, and, and, and all because... Uh, we thought, hey, we need to to build a kingdom. We need to build a kingdom. We need to build a kingdom. Whether it's sacrificing time with our family and and and, and spouses, you know, we got to do it. We got to do it. That was ingrained in our in our hearts and our spirits. Mm-hmm. You know, as a pastor, first is God, and we felt God was also church and other people. And our families were last, man. They got mm-hmm. the leftovers. I mean, we even did vacation as we're going to a conference, as we went to a speaking engagement. Right. You know, those were, I mean. Praise God that now we understand better, we do better, 
And when Aaron was about a year old, a uh, pastor kind of changed things around here in the ministry to where we made more of an emphasis on spending time with our spouses mm. and our family. That's good, know? man. So it's very, very important that um, that we understand that our, our families need fellowship, man. Yeah. And so on the flip side for me, um, I didn't get married until five years ago, mm-hmm. right? So I was in my 30s by the time I got married. Yeah. So I was in ministry when I was 17 years old. Um here at the at this church, I was going on, I think at that time, eight eight years. Mm-hmm. Okay, in the trenches, hardcore ministry, youth ministry, everything. Right, and so like, I mean, that's all I that's all I thought about. That's all mm-hmm. I cared about. That's all I did as a single person. Like. Uh, that's, I mean, I, you know, I would be here at the church and then you late could, hours of the night. You could spend the night in yeah, your office and it's I okay. I was here all the time picking up kids. We were doing this. We were, I mean, Monday through Saturday, Monday through mm. Sunday. I mean, mm. early morning stuff, this, that, whatever, right? And then when I got married, I realized things are changing, <laughs> right? Yeah. They're changing, right? Oh, yeah. Um, like you said, um, my wife is now the number one person, the number one priority in my life. Because here's something that I want husbands to understand, um, especially those of you men who are serving in ministry. One thing that I've learned in the past five years, uh, five years, one and a half months now, um, is when I stand before the Lord, how I served and loved and treated my wife will matter more than what I did on the pulpit. That's right. That's right. And that that's just, in all honesty, and I know a lot of men out there will be like, that's a lot. No, yeah, I'm dead yeah. serious, man. Yeah. If if I am doing all this stuff but neglecting my wife, man, I'm going to be held accountable for that one Absolutely. day. Absolutely. And so what we, how we live, serve, treat our wives, families, mm-hmm. that matters more, in all honesty, um, because, you know, my wife sees... Everything, you know, my wife sees everything and, and even like my family, like my 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 parents, my brothers and sisters, yeah. you know, they see that. Mm-hmm. And so um I believe that's that's important. So exactly. um it, it's interesting because marriage is, is such a an adventure. Yeah. And um um just just uh to, to share because I wanted to share this. So me and Alicia, we do this uh thing called Strength for Today for Couples. It's three hundred and sixty five devotions. And we actually found this at Ross for three dollars. Wow! So I mean, so don't think you got to spend yeah. crazy money. We found this in like the journal book section at Ross. But um, I love what it says. It says a new worldview, which is something for me and Alicia was different. Mm-hmm. Um, it says marriage joins two households and two backgrounds. That's right. So like for those of you who don't know me personally, again, I was in the trenches of mm-hmm. hardcore full time ministry on staff. My wife was in school. Um, she wasn't, um, not that she wasn't serving in the ministry, but she wasn't like how I was in the ministry. And so when we got married, it was literally two households and two, in a sense, two different backgrounds. Um, and I love it says, you may have grown up in a family that was very open and loving while your spouse grew up in a home that looked at others by different standards. Merging mm-hmm. two conflicting viewpoints means establishing a new way of relating to others. And often we, the way we look at others is personality related. Some personalities find it easier to love everyone, while others are more closed off. As you learn how to live with each other based on your backgrounds, personalities, and other factors, remember that God's love within both of you should be the 
the filter through which you view the world. And uh, I love that because marriage, that's, that's what marriage is like, man. And that was a rude awakening for me when me and her got <laughs> yeah. like married. Yeah. Um, I did things differently, and she does things differently, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's crazy, man. But, you know, in, in talking about fellowship within yeah. marriages yeah. and fellowship, here's the big key on fellowship. It requires communication, man. That's what it's about. Fellowship in a marriage is about communication. Yeah. And that's where the war begins, brother. That's where the war begins. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we say things without even saying things. Right. Our, our wives speak without even opening their mouths, you know. Mm. Uh, and that's one thing that, that I know I had to learn, you know, um, is that communication. In fact, I found out that communication is more 60 to 90% uh Body language, uh, uh, tone of voice, uh, facial expressions. I mean, all of that is part of communication, Mm -hmm. you know. And communication is key when it comes to fellowship. Uh, You know, we can say, well, you know, we're going to spend time with our family and we're going to go out to eat together, things like that. But there is no fellowship if there wasn't communication. Right. In other words, you were just present. And they were all present, but you didn't mm. fellowship. Mm. There's a lot of families right now that I see will go to a restaurant or something like that. They're with their families or even at a dinner table. Right. And we're guilty of that sometimes. You know, we have our times where we do sit down to eat formally. And then there are times where it's just sporadic. Hey, you know, he had already eaten earlier. She was hungry uh, an hour later and things like that. So we'll, we'll, we'll be at the table with our, with our uh, iPads or, or phones or whatever. Or, or headphones, whatever. But there are families that when they come to the dinner table or at a restaurant, you see them, and everybody's on their cell phone. <clears throat> yeah. Everybody's on their cell phone. They sit down, uh, they'll order their drink, and then everybody's on their cell phone. Right. You know, and that's not fellowship because that's not communication. Right. Communicate, uh, fellowship is about communication. Yeah. So as couples, we have to learn how to communicate, mm-hmm. you know. I started off the, the segment on a Sunday talking about proverbs 1821 because it's very very important that if communication is going to be part of fellowship then we need to know how to communicate yeah. right how to okay? communicate right yeah and uh, the bible says that death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit he who finds a good wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the lord it's interesting right, to man. me how god put those two scriptures together mm-hmm. <laughs> learn how to talk because you know you're going to find a good thing if you find a wife solomon understood that people made uh, in the image of god we had the we had the same power almost similarly as god we had the ability we have the ability to 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 tear down our our spouses mm-hmm. or to build them up right to tear down our kids or to build them up yeah um back in the day you know culture's changed like i said culture has changed a lot thank god we have some some good godly fathers and then of course in our culture there were some fathers that that didn't know how to be a father because mm-hmm. their father wasn't very good at fathering uh and also spouses have changed right. boy spouses have changed man Gosh, if I were to pull some of the stuff that my grandpa would pull on my grandma, man, yeah, uh, I don't think we'd, we 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 would be communicating right now. Right, yeah, <laughs> that's just not how things go, are, right. are done now. Yeah, uh, but we have the ability to to tear them down or to build them up. Okay, uh, back in the day, dads used to talk really harshly to their kids, like 
uh, and I'm not talking about stern or being strict. I'm talking about speaking words of, God, what's wrong with you, man? You're stupid, man, you know, or God, you're no good for nothing, or man, you're just uh, so hard-headed, or you're just, uh, so right then and there, your communication is tearing down your family. Yep. It is. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and moms, you know, moms don't like that when you talk about their kids like that, right? Yeah. And, and vice versa. We say things to our spouse that it's either going to build them up or it's going to tear them down. And we need to be careful how we communicate to our spouses. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things you talked about on Sunday that was so powerful is learning uh, is learning. How do I say? Learning to learn how your spouse communicates. Learning how your spouse communicates. Absolutely. Yeah. And so for me, I'm learning every day <laughs> how yeah. my wife communicates because, like you yeah. said, it changes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, it changes. Yeah. And not not in a negative way, but it's like, yeah, um, the way we communicate to each other can change. You know, guys are different. We yeah. kind of just, yeah. You know. We like you said on Sunday, you know, I can walk in and say, "What's up, man?" And we've said, "Hello, how are you? How was your day?" All that just by saying, "What's up, man?" Exactly. Right. And we're good. <laughs> That's how we're and communicate, we're good. right? And we're good. And uh, we're good. with with my wife, I can walk in home for you know, just giving my home example. I walk in, and be like, "What's up, babe? I'm home." She's like, "Hi, hubby," and then I'll just kind of like chill out, let the dog out, this, that, whatever, and. She's like, how come you didn't say hi to me today? And I'm like, <laughs> I just said did. hi when I walked in the door. What yeah. are you talking about? She's like, no, you didn't. You didn't come to the room and yeah. tell me hi. And this, I was like, or what's wrong? Oh, are you mad at yeah. me? Yeah, it's like so. There's different <laughs> levels of communication Absolutely. that I am learning. You know, um, to to okay, my wife wants me to communicate with her. Yeah, and she's trying to communicate with me this way. Yeah, and so um, yeah, um, in in marriage specifically, I am learning still. Every day, you know, I don't have this thing figured out. Yeah. I'm still learning how uh, my wife is communicating and vice versa. She's learning how I communicate. Um, you know, I think something that has helped me, one of the first devotions I read when, in our first year of marriage was, um, I forget who it was, but they talked about the importance of understanding how in a marriage um, the wife is the weaker Mm-hmm. Right, not mm-hmm. to not to not to mm-hmm. belittle or degrade no. women. That's not no. what we're saying, but in a sense, um, for example, there's times when, you know, me, I'm the type of person who will be like, yo, if there's, I'm just like, you know, boss up and handle business, right? Let's yeah. just get it done, yeah. you know, face it head on. To where sometimes my wife, she she wants a minute to just kind of like, you know, figure, you know, just just take a sure. second, and yeah. and I'm just like. Uh, you know, for example, like with sickness or something like that, like, yeah. oh, just just boss up and yeah. handle it, right? <laughs> and she's like, you have no idea, right? And it's just like, um, but the thing is, I am learning that that is true. How how true that's how true when, when the when the word of God says that, and it's not in a sense of of degrading or belittling women or our wives in any way, but yeah, I'm learning. Okay, I have to be um, mindful. Mm-hmm. And understanding mm-hmm. as a husband, uh, when my wife is communicating, I don't feel well, mm-hmm. um, this, mm-hmm. that, whatever. And so I have to remember, okay, remember, Carrie, the word of God did tell you yeah. she is the weaker yeah. of you too. Not in a bad way, but it's just I have to remind myself of that, man. Yeah, exactly. And to be understanding and 
Uh, man, like I said, I am learning to listen, and I am learning to under to learn how my wife communicates. Because, like I said, um, I don't have it all figured out. Obviously, I've only yeah. been married five years, so I'm still <laughs> learning. I'm still I still feel like a rookie at this. But um, you know, I'm by the grace of God, man. I'm learning, and of course, with wisdom and yeah. reading and stuff yeah. like that. Most importantly, getting into God's word, it's it's helping me to learn how to be a, a good husband to yeah. my wife. You know, I try to give as much advice as I could that Sunday to especially some young, young married couples, yeah. young married guys, because, uh, you know, I, I wanted them to understand and to know that just because their wife said yes doesn't mean yes. <laughs> just because their wife said no doesn't mean no, you yeah. know. Uh, I'll, I'll give you an, uh, uh, an example. Yesterday, um, my wife called, you know, she, she knew what I was going to be doing and working and things like that. And so uh, she called and she said, hey, you know, are you busy? So automatically I knew, hey, you know, what's going on? What, you know, what, what's happened? I knew that there was something there. So she's like, well, I, you know, I saw, I saw uh, Aaron eat an ice cream yesterday, which, by the way, he didn't even offer us a bite. But anyway, <laughs> he just ate it up. And, man, I've been thinking about that ice cream. So I was thinking, of, I, I was thinking about going to get an ice cream at Brahms right. uh, over by where you're working. Uh, so uh, I just wanted to uh, let you know that. So I've been in this for 30 years, man. So I knew that sounded to me like, hey, do you have time? Would you like to take a break? Would you like to go eat an ice cream with me? Yeah. So I quickly said, yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I really wasn't going to get started on this other project until here in a little bit. So I'll meet you there, you know, um, whereas maybe several years ago, I would have probably said, oh, okay, well, good. Have a good time. Let me know how it was. <laughs> you know, that's a rookie yeah. husband right there, yeah. you know. But communication, I could tell through her communication that she was asking. You right. Know? But that's the thing sometimes about husbands and wives is, and, 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 and again, I don't want to get in trouble by some wives or, or, or women that are, you know, going to call or text or whatever, not being, uh, mean or ugly about it but a lot of times ladies don't come out and communicate verbally to us exactly what they want right guys we do i'll yeah. tell you hey bro i don't like that man or right. hey i want to do this hey where you want to go eat lunch i'll tell you exactly where i want to go eat lunch right okay wives will kind of be like mm, you know whatever and and i don't even know why they ask us hey would you like to go eat tacos or you want to go eat a burger you want to because no matter what you choose, you're going to choose it wrong. Right. So you might as well tell us what you want, yep. right? Yep. Uh, <laughs> just tell us, I want a burger because yep. we're going to pick the other stuff, all right? Yeah. So uh, I was trying to give these guys a hint because there's young, young kids that will be like, hey, uh, let me ask my wife, see what's going on, man. Hey, you know, I'm going to go hang out with the guys, whatever. I know we're supposed to go uh, look at some stuff together, but hey, do you mind? And she'll say no. Oh, great, man. She don't have a problem with it. <laughs> how does she say no bro you know that's the question yeah you know she don't mind how does she say i don't mind you that's very very important yep. and then they'll get home and she'll be kind of upset giving him the quiet shoulder or just being kind of and you, what's up well you know we're supposed to go see this and you chose to go with the guys but you said <laughs> don't pay too much attention what comes out of her mouth bro it's the body, body language, language the yeah. tone and all this stuff so we got to learn that you know and the same thing you know same thing with our kids you know yep. i've got two different kids i've got one that'll tell you straight up how it is yeah 
And then I've got one that'll just kind of like, yeah, no, no, no problem, you know. And then he won't, he won't, he won't bother. He won't whatever. And then I've got one that'll tell you just straight up, you yeah. know. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I knew you were gonna bail on me. <laughs> you know, make you just feel horrible, whatever. Yeah. So we got we and, and and the thing is, we got to learn how to communicate with everybody, and it takes patience, it takes time, yeah, and it takes it and it takes uh, spending time with God too, man, because God will give you that grace. Yeah. Um, someone said one time, sticks and stones will never uh, sticks and stones break will my break bones. my bones, but words, words never, never will. Hurt. That's a yeah. lie. Mm-hmm. That's a lie. Yep. There are marriages right now that uh, spouses have said something ugly to each other. Maybe one day that to this day it still it still hurts. There was never an apology. There was never uh, something you know going back and and taken care of. And to this day, that that is that is still haunting their marriages. Yep. You know. Yep. Uh, even kids, there are some things that that a father can tell a kid when he's ten years old, twelve years old, that even when he's thirty, it still affects them. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you, you know, I just I'm I'm, I'm getting over this. God's healing me. I just that man. One day, my dad told me this, and I just man, it just really affected me, and I just can't. I always have that in my mind. Well, when did he tell you that? When I was ten. What? That's how powerful mm-hmm. words are. Yeah. And that's why it's very important what we say mm-hmm. and how we say things to our spouse and yeah. to our kids because fellowship is a powerful, powerful thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, one of the things that I'm learning also um, when it comes to, to marriage, like we talked about in communication, is, you know, for example, you brought up the, the, <laughs> the one question that is like a, a never-ending loop. Literally, that goes around and around. It can spend twenty to thirty minutes, uh, whether it's after church or date night or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you want to go eat? Oh Lord, <laughs> it's have like mercy! A, it's like a never-ending circle. Lord, right? have mercy. Um, so this is a, just a funny story to share. One time after church, um, we were. This was like year one of our marriage. Yeah, it was year one of our marriage, and so um, I was like, "Hey, where do you want to go eat at?" And you know, she was like, "I want to go eat at this one place on Fiftieth and Interstate." Okay, so I was like, all right, cool. So we'll go there. And um, we go, and she's like, no, I don't know if that's what I really want no more. So mm. we just pass it. And so we're literally on the loop now uh, in university, going. and we're just going. And I'm like, so you want this, this? And we're just going around and around. And we go all the way around the loop. <laughs> all right, we're already on slide. Oh, we're, already, man. we're already passing slide in the loop. And I'm now like, I, and dudes will be like, I'm already like, just like, uh, right? And um, it's so funny because I'm like, you know, have you ever seen that that meme on social media? It's like, what do you want from the notebook, yeah. right? What do you <laughs> yeah. want, right? And um, that's kind of like where I'm at right now. <laughs> and so I'm at the point where I'm like, look, I'm about to pull over to like Stripes and get some corn dogs. You know? I did that to my wife and kids years ago. I went to 7-Eleven when they still had hot dogs. I said, you know what? Nobody can make up their mind. We're having <laughs> chips, a drink, and a hot dog for a dollar ninety nine. Take it or leave. I went right? home, bro. After that, take it or leave, right? And so, um, to bring it all back to circles, just like you know what, I think I do want that place on Fiftieth. Oh, and I was Lord like, we literally circled mercy. the whole loop, girl. Lord have but, mercy. Uh, so, so some tips that I have learned. Again, we're talking about communication, right? I think there's some things that, that as, as husbands, like we can do, like you said, sometimes, you know, we, we need to learn how to communicate. What I have learned how to do is come from perspective of just a little help. Maybe maybe this will help you all. I don't know. Maybe if it will or not. But it helps me is like when we get into something like that, I'm like, look, I say it like this. Um, it's like, what do you want to eat? How I say it is like this. This is how I can say it. Are you against 
chilies. Yeah. There you go. That's good. Are you against chilies? Yeah. And she's like, well, no. Cool. Let's go to Chili's. Yeah. And if we get there, it's like, I didn't really want you to say, no, you didn't say you were against Chili's. So we're going to eat here because we're here, right? Yeah. Are you against the Cheesecake Factory? Yeah, Are you, you against go. McDonald's? Well, yeah. No. Okay, cool. Let's go to McDonald's. Yeah, there you Instead go. of the never-ending black hole of, yeah. what about this? What about this? What about, oh, just mm. saying. But le- you learn. You, you learn. learn, right? Yeah. You learn. I'm learning still, man. You learn what works and, for you. Yeah, it works for you, but... Yeah, it would help if we just get some well, clear communication. Try, try going, <laughs> try going from just asking one person, and now you got two or three, and all two or three are deadlocked. All they're dead. This Sunday, my my daughter said, "Hey, Dad, um, I'm not doing lunch with y'all. I'm with my boyfriend, and we're going with his family." I said, "Okay, great. Well, then let me uh, ask my son and my wife where they want to go." Well, one wants to go to one, one wants to go to the other, and they're deadlocked. Yeah. And like these two have been deadlocked since since birth. All right, since birth, you know they've always been deadlocked against <laughs> each other, and one will not budge for the other. One will not give in to the other. So I'm just like, look. I went to go put my Bible up and stuff in the office and greet some people. I said, look, y'all figure it out. Let me know where we're going, all right? I don't mm-hmm. care. I don't care. And it came back. They were still deadlocked. <laughs> they were still deadlocked. So then we made a suggestion that would meet in the middle, and yeah. they both agreed to that. Yeah. So we went there. So what I came up with, Pastor I'm going to try this for the first time this, mm-hmm. this, this weekend. We're getting all the restaurants that we like to eat at on mm-hmm. a Sunday, put them in a hat. Draw. And on Saturday night, we're drawing. We're drawing. Yeah. That's where we're going, man. Yeah. That's where we're going. Yep. Everybody's going to put their 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 draws in there, and then we're just we're just going to pick, and that's where we go. That's so I'll let it. you know how that goes, man. But, but communication, yeah, communication, man. The uh, like you said, the first the first principle that I used to enhance communication is simply to get to know our spouse. We got to get to know them. Yep. Uh, Peter said this in First Peter three seven, husbands, in the same way. And I don't like the way Peter says this, but he says, Husbands, in the same way, be considerate (laughs) as you live with your wives. (laughs) I didn't like that word at all. I felt offended. I felt like Peter was throwing stones at me. And let it be known, y'all, Peter was a married man. He was a married man. He was a married man. Yeah. It was not like he's just saying this like as a single man. No, Peter was married. He had a wife. I know. Paul so. said something harsh that we're going to read later that yeah. I'm like, hey, Paul, what's up? You ain't even Dude, married, you bro. Even married, bro. So don't like. even get in there. But <laughs> husbands, in the same way, be considerate as you live with your wife. That was tough, man. I didn't want to preach this message, bro. I had a lot of husbands that were like, "Dude, you tore me up, bro." <laughs> I like, "Dude, I got tore up, man." Uh, be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect. Here's where, where you're talking about yep. as the weaker partner mm-hmm. and as heirs with you yep. of the gracious gift of life, so that nothing will hinder your prayers. This conversation is about to get real. It's about to change, Yeah, it's man. about to change. My, <laughs> wife, my wife just walked into the uh, studio here. He's not a bad dude no more. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like I was telling you, Pastor Kerry, I, I pray for my wife. Yes, sir. Wife. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I love her. Yes, and, sir. Uh, you know. <laughs> All right. Uh-oh. Hey, look, we got four minutes. We're going to have to wrap this up, man. So here's here, right quick, and, and I'll end it with this, and I'll let you finish yeah. it up. Uh, I, I looked this up in other versions and, and the original um, what what he was saying here, be considerate there, can be translated as dwell with them according to knowledge. Mm. So it means be considerate to them, you know, but it means 
you're going to have to learn how to know them to be able to dwell with them. Right. That's good stuff. Yeah. Know them so that you can so that you're able to dwell with them. Yeah. And that's that's where we'll pick up next week. Yeah. But Pastor Kerry, I'll let you say something on yeah. that and then end it up, man. <laughs> I think I think too one thing that we can look at next week is what are some ways we can be considerate with our yeah. spouse? That's good. Right? That's good. Uh for example, like me as a husband, uh like in the first few months of our marriage, I struggled with being considerate because I was selfish. Again, I was single for 34 years, man. Bro, that is tough, man. <laughs> so, like, that, for example, like, when I, we would I, make dinner. We're going to have to pray for them, man, because that, 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 that's. In the first year, I would struggle with this because we'd make dinner, and I would serve myself this big old plate. <laughs> i give Alicia this, like. Look at that two different plates here. That's not being considerate, <laughs> that's man. Right. Like, that's right. So what are some examples of how we can be considerate in our marriage? You know, knowing your spouse, right? Yeah. Knowing your partner. Because you get to do this for life, man. Yeah. And it's, it, marriage is an adventure. Yeah. I like to say, like, uh, when, I, when I did marriage counseling with my brother and his wife now before they got married, I said, look, dude, marriage is like a walk in the park. Jurassic Park, but it's a, <laughs> but it's a nice walk in the there park, right? It's, a, it's an adventure. That's it's a learning one. every single day, right? And so, um, yeah, I just, I love that verse, man. And so let, let's look at this. Next week, we'll kind of add to that. What are some ways that we can Good. be considerate in our marriage um, to each other, a uh, husband to a wife and a wife to a husband? Um, but yeah, so uh, just real quick, before we, before we sign off, I just wanted to, this, this devotional, like I shared from earlier, I just want to plug a few things real quick, because I believe in, um, man, if you want to strengthen your marriage, um, obviously I believe in being in the local church, hearing the word of God, and uh, hearing from your pastors, um, that's so key. But also outside, when you're at home, there's resources galore, uh, good resources galore that can help you strengthen your marriage. Again, we found this at Ross. Strength for today for couples. It literally takes us a minute and a half to do this every night before we go to sleep. All right. Not long at all. It's just something short. Um, The Creative Marriage by Ed and Lisa Young. Um, I highly recommend this book. I read this book uh, the second year of my marriage. It's a really, really good book. Pastor Ed and Lisa are some pastors that I really respect. And mm-hmm. uh, this is actually the uh, revised and expanded version. One of the first things he talks about is uh, valuing the vows in your marriage. Mm. How so many couples, by year five, they forget the mm. vows that they've made before God. They don't value them no more. Mm-hmm. And so um, I highly recommend that. And then this one right here, this book was given to me when I was like uh, 18 years old in Houston. Mm. By my mentor of mine. It was called The Successful Family. And of course, I was 18. I was like, what the heck do I need this for? <laughs> yeah. It's like one day you're going to, because it talks about pre marriage yeah. and then it goes That's into a really, the specific, really good book, man. goes into the specifics of um, marriage enhancement and it talks about communication mm-hmm. and so many things. So, another one that I highly recommend as well. Yeah. But of course, above all, um, Charles Spurgeon said, read many books, but live in the Bible. And so I encourage you, you guys to definitely uh, make sure you're in God's Word. But those are a few resources. Um, Ed and Lisa Young have a podcast called The Creative Marriage, and there's another podcast I listen to called As For Me and My House. Um, those are on Apple, Spotify as well. But um, definitely uh, just want to encourage, just want to plug those because I, I don't think you can, especially if your marriage is, is something that you're trying to grow and get better at, those are some things that, have, that are helping me um, mm-hmm. that are like... Um, like in working out, you have what are called what are they call substances, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, supplements. I'm sorry, supplements. substances. Hello, supplements. <laughs> These can be supplements 
to your daily relationship with the Lord, okay? Yeah. So uh, thank you all for tuning in. You can catch this podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify podcasts. Um, just subscribe to New Life Podcast on those. Um, if you want to see the actual podcast, it's on YouTube, MNV Lubbock. If you're not subscribed to us there, subscribe to us there. Um, or on Facebook, uh, Ministerio Suma Vida. You can catch it there every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Uh, the audios usually probably go out a few hours earlier. Um, so you can catch those on audio as well. If you want to listen to something in Spanish, you can check it out on uh, same platforms every Tuesday at 7 p.m., okay? So we'll see you guys next week as we continue this series, this season on fellowship, and specifically on marriage and family. God bless y'all. God bless you.